0: Good morning everybody and welcome to the Thursday MV Pro Call. Today is January twenty-seventh and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live as well as those of you listening to this via recording. Um, which of course you can do by subscribing to Motor Vitality or by going to whatever podcast application you happen to use. Although I will tell you one of the benefits of being on live is that you get them you get them here and I'm I'm a couple weeks below uh, behind on, on uploading them getting them uploaded live. So um so the, the you'll get like three weeks all at once hopefully by the end of this week so um love having you guys on live and i hear other people still coming on because I, I i love the discussions and i love the ideas and and you know sometimes it can turn into the kelly thompson half hour and and the more people we have the the less likely that is to happen so um definitely appreciate that not, not to mention the fact that it's I really appreciate that you guys find value in this and that, you know, we try and create a a platform here for you to um, to talk, you know, what we all run into out there every day. You know, um, we don't talk product and we don't talk company, but we do talk about the same things that we, you know, each of us, regardless of what we're representing, run into. With that, I'm going to start to call off the way I do pretty much every week, which is by asking, is there anything that that uh, happened this last, or anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before, anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other water treatment professionals across the country, or anything we can help you with, any questions you might have? Jen, I know you had a couple things. So, uh, yeah. Jen and I were talking in morning. Well. We we were talking this morning about topics because you know and, and the topic that I had wasn't going to take the entire half hour so I was discussing with Jen and Jen had a couple topics that were going to take a couple half hours so we we've got a couple different topics to to kind of discuss and we'll see where it goes and I, I would love for you guys to participate and and hop in but um, Jen we'll start with what you were what you were thinking
1: so one of the things I was um, I was thinking about was um, I you know many of you probably know that Kelly and I are moderators on the water treatment pros facebook page and um you know i have to say last night i was scrolling through and in the past we've had some people that have um been not so nice i know there's a lot of people starting out in that group which is exactly why they should be in that group um and they will post an install and then everybody's criticizing it and getting kind of nasty and, yeah, the equipment you you replaced was junk and stuff, which is totally not what we want to do. Um, but one of the questions or one of the things that was posted up there was um, have you got to know your competitors, people, you know, other water treatment companies in the area? And, you know, have you had the opportunity to maybe – sit down at lunch or have you run into them at conference and then, you know, had time to chit chat with them or whatever. I know I've run into companies like when um, I'm going to use Eastern Water Quality Association. Um, When we were out there, I loved seeing there were like four companies that were all in the exact same town. And they were all sitting down and eating lunch together, and they walked the showroom floor together and sat in classes together. And I thought that was amazing. So I'm curious how many of us on the call have got to know um, their competitors in the area, and if you haven't, why haven't you? So that's a two-part question, but any responses?
2: It's right here. <clears throat> Hi. We have one, we have one competitor that more than half their sales force are came from our office originally. Oh, you <laughs> before, know that. Before I actually started, because actually one of them I replaced years ago. But um, they're really good at bashing us. Yeah. And I do not bash them. Right. And it's like if I say, you know and i've met most of them i've stopped at the home show booth and at least introduced myself and talked to them and stuff but I, I of them have bashed me tremendously and i there's one of them i never bash because i know his daddy's his boss <laughs> and but i have no, i can tell you out of the numerous we cover the same territory i passed his house on my way home mm-hmm. um, I never bashed him, and I can tell you, I've only known of one deal I've lost to him.
0: Yeah. But so, But So how often do you, like, talk to him, you know, or, or or you know, so, and I, I think you're answering kind of the first part of the question, because I was kind of thinking about that, and I wonder if other people are the same, you know, the, it's true that the competitors that you run into the most,
2: uh-huh. it,
0: it is, you do hear, you know, sometimes you, I mean, Sometimes you uh you hear that they're saying things about you and you hear you hear it once customer could be making it up. You hear it ten times, you know that it's part of their presentation, yeah. right? That they're that they're saying that stuff about you and, and and you know, that's their inexperience as a salesperson, frankly. I mean that's you know, we can that's a whole other topic that we can go in and talk about. But um you know, so you're not I mean, there's not a lot of love between you and and your competitors, which I think is normal, and and yeah. sometimes I think unfortunate. Um, what about everybody else? Does everybody else kind of is that is that does that sort of encompass why, or, or do any of you have a good relationship, you know, with your competitors, or or is it a similar thing? The ones that you most run into, you know, do you do you get to know them? You know, are you cordial if not friendly? Um, do you respect each other? You know, what are your how do you approach or see your competitors
1: so for me i I'm, I'm in texas um a, a few times i've uh, shown up at an appointment and um it might be one time i was there with another competitor while the the customer had um the cable guy there but i'm always friendly with them and and for me i'm just so confident in my product i don't i don't worry about the competition I know they're yeah. there, so no, it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. And you just want to treat everybody like a human being. You don't want to bash anybody. It's not it's not polite. And I think you look a lot bigger when you don't say anything bad about anybody else. So, anyway. agreed. Yeah.
0: yeah. Any anybody else want to add to that?
2: Well, that's what I just leave it at is comparing apples and oranges. I compare the equipment and go over the advantages and disadvantages and leave it at that. I don't say a thing about them. Well,
0: that's that's kind of the second part in, um, to, to that. So, um, you know, first, I think the first thing is where the, just to sort of summarize what we're talking about on this particular topic here is number one, yeah, let's not bash our competition. In fact, I think that sometimes, look, it's it's not uncommon in this industry to cross paths with them. Sometimes homeowners don't really understand the process, and they'll have two or three people out at the same time just thinking you're going to do a plumbing assessment. And they They don't really think that through. That's happened. But usually, they're just staggered, right? So you'll show up at, at, um, at one time as another one, as another competitor's leaving or vice versa. Um, or sometimes, you know, they'll show up late and you're there or they'll show up early. That's happened before with me, you know, I'm there at, at five o'clock and they're supposed to be there at six and they show up at five thirty. you know, and that becomes a little awkward. That, that becomes, you know, it becomes necessary to ask the customer, you know, have you done any research, you know, what's going on? You know, you can ask them about how much time you have, because that can be a little, you know, a little, um, a little awkward but when you know don't get into a pissing match when you're crossing them you know don't don't pop up your chest and do that i don't think customers like that most of them some of them probably set it up to watch it but um you know i've suspected that before but i think most of them they don't want to see this little you know bickering between two competitors they they want to see uh, in fact i think you're most likely to win the sale when you show respect your competition and when you offer confidence and and that goes to the second point that i wanted to mention about kind of what you were saying stacy is that you talk about the merits of your equipment and i think jim this might have been where you were going a little bit with it so hop in if you um if you can on this but know your competition so i think it is important to be respectful i mean there's there's um trade laws you know you're not supposed to share pricing or or you know there are certain things that you are allowed or not allowed to talk about um when you're sitting down with your competition because you could be accused of of you know price setting i mean there just having a conversation about what you do is one thing but but you're not allowed to discuss pricing or or those types of things in those um that's that's, that's actually illegal um but you uh, you know you, you can get to know them that's nice but even if you don't even if you have those adversarial um, hopefully respectful adversarial relationships with your competition the way you beat them is by showing respect and by knowing every last thing about them so starting with reading their owner's manuals reading their technical manuals you can find all that stuff online now look up your competitor look up their stuff know it know their policies Look at their websites, know what they're offering, what they're not offering. My guess is if you do that, in most cases, you're going to know more about their equipment than they do because most of them are not reading their own manuals. Um, they're not, they don't know what their own service manuals say. They don't know what their own salt efficiencies are. They don't know what, you know, what, what features their systems have that they're not setting up, or if they are setting them up because they come that way at, at, in default, they don't have any idea what they are. And, and guys, I can tell you this is absolutely the case because when I go through and I teach these WQA courses, these live guided courses, it's incredible to me how often I run across people that have some they, they sell a water conditioner or a piece of equipment that have incredible features on it and they've never heard of it. They've been working there three or four years and they had no idea that their piece of equipment did this this really cool thing. You know, they don't know. They don't they're not reading their own manuals. They all they know is what they were taught by the person that was that trained them who also didn't know. And so if you go in there and you learn it and study it, then you're going to know how your equipment compares to theirs. And it's just because they might have a feature, by the way, that you don't have doesn't mean you're going to lose the sale. It just means that you it gives you some information to overcome, you know, to you can kind of set that landmines with it, I guess, you know, um, where you mention something about what they, about what they have and, you know, the, um, the customer, um, you know, the, the the salesperson comes in right behind you and, and, uh, you know, and talks about that thing that you mentioned and and it blows up on them, you know, it's it's like the more you know about what they do, the more, um, the more you can set those those kind of sales traps, I guess. And um, you, you just have to know your competition. You have to know them. And look, the truth is, most of the people out there, and I truly, honestly, honestly believe this, you guys. Most of the people out there that are saying things about about you or about the industry or something like that, they don't know any difference, right? They, it's, they're not, necess- not some of them are, right? Some of them are just downright malicious. But most of them, are not doing it to be malicious most of them are doing it because it's the way they were trained to do it and the way to combat it to get some information and the way to do that is to be respectful to them not just in front of customers but also when you see them you know try it try as much as you can to be respectful um that being said we're all human and i personally when i know that somebody else is concern, maliciously lying to people and just blatantly lying and and misleading and hurting my industry. I, I can't help it. I do get a little offended by that.
2: Um, Hey
1: hey, Kelly,
3: Kelly, this is Kelly. This is is a great topic. Just with the supply chain issues that are going on right now across the industry, it's kind of unique. I do know my competition fairly well. Not only do I know them, but I actually have accounts, at two different of my competitors where I can actually go in and get products for them. I have a relationship with another one that if it's a Culligan product and I need a part or something to help somebody out that I can get parts from them. Um, So you don't have to bash your competition in the house. And I had another incident two weeks ago where um, something didn't get on a truck that was supposed to be delivered to me. There was a dealer close to me that had that equipment and um, we swapped. He, he lent it to yeah. me until my stuff came in. So there's a lot of advantages to having relationships yeah, with, I mean, there's enough business out there for everybody. It, it doesn't, it, it just, you don't have to be nasty out there. You do what you do and you create good relationships and you march forward. So
0: agree. Good topic. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, that I was, absolutely agree.
1: Exactly. That was my point. Um, you know, this. You know, we're all in the same industry. We're all in the, this is what we do. We're out there to help people get good, clean water, um, to make their lives better and easier. And, you know, getting to know, and this, again, this kind of goes back to when I'd see these, you know, four companies, um, you know, there were times that, you know, Stacey, before the call, we were talking about a feature that your equipment had. And, you know, there are other companies that don't have that feature. So if somebody's looking for that particular feature, you can say, you know what, no, we don't, we don't have that. Because remember, it's their story. So if they don't yeah. have that particular feature, you can say, but you know what, I have um, this company over here. I, they're an excellent company. Let me recommend them. And I promise you, they will recommend you when it comes time to, you know, well, you know, um, we don't have this feature, but they do. Um, price is an issue. I know, like in the area that I'm in, there are companies that have all the bells and whistles and really expensive equipment, but they're you know a little old lady that you know she's in her eighties, she doesn't need all those bells and whistles, and she's on a fixed income and so maybe if your company doesn't offer that, you know a little mom and pop shop that can put something in her home that's gonna last her the next ten years um and so I just I think it's such a good idea to get to know um the other and I I don't even know that we should be calling them competition but the other water treatment companies within your area it's a really good idea to get to know them.
0: So I can see that happening more for me because I, I I totally agree with what you're saying Jen but I cringe a little bit about like recommending that they go buy from somebody else I would rather know what those features are and how to you know but i can see that happening more with service for sure because if there's something that i know that you know there's another piece of equipment and i know we don't have anybody on staff who's who's comfortable with servicing that piece of equipment and the and i you know and, the, and they're not interested in buying something new then i would rather them have it fixed you know so you could and that that would turn it would do the same thing you know it would turn into that referral they're going to respect that they're going to and and in general You're right, Jen. Totally, that we're looking at a bigger picture. You know, in this industry, look, I would way rather somebody buy a reverse osmosis system, and I would love it if it were from me. But if it's not from me, and it's from somebody that has a a decent product and you know a reputable, um, you know, they they have integrity and honesty, then I'm glad that they got it from somebody. You know, because that means less plastic bottles going into oceans and landfills. You know, that's it's um so, so if you think about the industry in terms of a greater good, you know, the bigger picture, then it's a lot easier to, to reach that, you know, and you're right. You are right about the features, Jen. I mean, there's some things if, if that's the feature that somebody wants and I don't have it, and I, especially if I have a good relationship with that person, you know, that, that sells the other product, hopefully there's a give and take. Hopefully that comes back from them at some point as well. You know, that's, that's definitely happened, but they can't all be one way. you know the next thing you know they're they're out there telling everybody i they actually send people over here because we're better you know you you don't want to get into that situation but um and i I liked your other topic too, Jen. anything else to add on this one and so we can take uh, about um you know the last ten minutes and talk about your second your second topic. <clears throat> Anybody have anything to add on this this competitor
2: one?
1: So my my second yep, my second yeah, topic. Um this came up uh just recently. Um, you know that we, um when I say we, motive vitality, um we believe in it's the customer story and we believe in giving options. Um however, uh, recently we had um an office manager or operations manager come to us and say you know our our sales guy is giving a giving too many options, and you know when I kind of looked at some of the the options, I mean there were a lot of options on there, and the way that they turn in their um, their quotes, it's done uh, via computer and um, online. But the comment that was made was, you know, isn't he supposed to be the expert? Shouldn't he be telling them what? they need instead of giving them all of these options so my question is do you give options or do you highly recommend I'm not going to say you tell but highly recommend that they get a particular item and um how if you do that how do you do that if that makes sense like do you just say okay you need this Or do you say, well, I highly recommend that you get this one. You could go with this one, but this one is exactly what you need.
2: Um, I do that quite a bit. But now if it's well water, I'm normally telling them this is what I recommend. And basically it's one option to take care of their water. Whereas city water is a little more flexible on you know, so then it's basically down to two options and give them the features and benefits and reasons and a lot of it also depends on how long they plan on being in the house as to okay. which comes to that. Right. See
0: I think you're kinda of getting to exactly how to address that and um Stacey in, in you know, in a roundabout way I think you're you're kinda of hitting on exactly how to do that because you know, I, I always think about in terms of what other professionals do, doctors, right? Um, wow. if I go into the doctor and the doctor starts spreading out all like a thousand different surgeries for me to choose from, you know, or ten different surgeries to choose from, I I'm gonna be uncomfortable. I'm not gonna feel like I'm guided at all. I'm gonna yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. But what the doctor does is they go through and they diagnose and they ask me things I'm gonna say, like you know, to put it in terms of your of your questions. How long are you going to be in the house? What is your budget? What are your biggest concerns? What what you know, what is what is your higher priority? The water goes on you, the water goes in you. You know, if we spend time like a doctor does and diagnose more time diagnosing and asking questions and figuring that stuff out, then it narrows it down. I mean when you to, to your point, Jim, we've talked about menus before. When you go into a restaurant and you open up a menu, there are three or four or five pages of of items to choose from, right? And they've got those categorized, you know, so are they offering too many items? Is there too much? You know, do, do, do we go to a different restaurant? What they do is they narrow it, you know, they put it in categories and, and we as customers have learned to sort of narrow it down ourselves and make, make our choices. What we have to do is, I mean, we do have a huge menu of items when we go in. We've got to do for the customer in the home, though, we've got to help them narrow it down. And and it can get overwhelming if we just go in there and go, okay, here's when you pick something. If I mean, it makes sense that that, that would be the natural incl- inclination. That's what we do, like I said, when we go to restaurants. We go to buy a car. We go to a car dealership, and they've got tons of cars on a lot. Well, assuming there's not supply issues. There's there's tons of cars out there to choose from and and the best car salesman sales professional is going to be the one who before you start walking out on the lot sits down with you and says, what are you looking for? A car or a truck, a four-wheel drive, a sedan, new used, you know, it narrows it down. And then once they narrow it down, they take you to one or two cars that that meet what you were looking at right? And and that's exactly the same thing that we should be doing in the home. We do have a huge menu, but we've got to take the time to ask the questions before we start presenting all of those those menu items. And, and then, based on, on the answers to the questions and the water analysis and the plumbing, that's when we then make the recommendation. Um, thoughts on that?
1: I agree with that. I think the, the asking yeah. questions is, is key.
2: It's all about taking care of their needs. So it really boils down to asking a lot of questions and, yes, that water test and the plumbing and stuff and finding out what's going to really fill their needs.
0: I've seen this with brochures, you know, with new people, especially when you have paper brochures. I've seen I, I've seen customers get really overwhelmed with this where where they'll take – you know, even if they only have like three, three of each, right? So they've got a good, better, best of the softener uh, and of the RO. But then they take it. So that's, that's really only three, three manufacturers, but then they take six brochures and they set them out in front of a customer on, on the table. And they're all, you know, you get these six pieces of paper, you know, three different ROs and three different softeners and start throwing in some iron filters or some specialty units in there. And you're, you know now you've got this whole stack and the customers looking at this stuff just you know you got a lot of pretty pictures and a lot of babies in suds and a lot of women looking happy while they're drinking a glass of water but you, you it doesn't really mean anything so once you narrow it down pull those brochures off take them off of the table the ones that they are not you know so you start at you you narrow it down you say okay so we talked about three different water softeners here which one is most excites you, which one are you most interested in? And when they tell you, they're not you're not asking them which one are you going to buy, which one are you most interested in learning more about? And when they tell you, take the other two off. Get them off the table. Pull them off of there. And then do the same thing with the reverse osmosis system. Get them off so that what you have left is the the one that they're interested in of both you know of both the softener and the RO and better yet, have packages, have one piece of paper that has a package involved in it and and present it as a package. Stop, you know, separating them quite as much. That even narrows it further on on what they're looking at. Um, You know, and and you can do the same thing with the digital presentation. The digital presentation, you've only got one product up on their, you know, on your screen at a time, you know, so you can kind of show that. Um, There's always a, there's a card trick that I show people when I'm training, when I'm doing sales training that talks about this, that narrows it down you know, where they, they pick a card. It's like it narrows it down out of 52 cards in the deck, and it narrows it down. It's it's, it's um, It kind of highlights that. So if I ever see you in person, I always have a deck of cards with me. Yes, it's true. I carry ducks, rubber ducks, and a deck of cards. You can count on always having them with me. Um, and uh, so if you ever see me in person, you want to, want to see that trick, I'd be happy to share it with you. Maybe I'll do a Zoom video meeting sometime. We'll do it. But anyway,
1: I think that would be actually i would I think that would be good
0: mhm um anyway, what else do we have to add? We got three minutes left what else any other comments on this? We had a lot of people on the call today pop in and I. I'd, i'd'd I'd love to hear from some of you um on this. And also, I'd love to hear, you know, some of you I know that are on for the first times live or the few first few times, and um, I was talking to a couple of people uh, last couple of weeks that are coming on. Any topics that you have, you know, Jen and I are coming up with topics for these calls. Um, you know, we do, last year we did uh, 47 calls, I believe. Um, and so, you know, coming up with topics are it's always fun to, to try and do that. So I'd love to hear what you guys want us to talk about. What do you want to discuss? You know, shoot us an email, give us a call, let us know about the format if there's something you, you want us to do differently or, or another suggestion you have. Always open to that stuff. Um, anyway, I, and, I, and I love having you guys on. I really do. I, it, I'm truly honored to, to be able to serve you in this way. So um, any final thoughts or comments before we finish for the day? Jen, any final things to add?
1: I don't think so. Deleted happy birthday
3: to Stacy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, Okay, then with that, I will end it today. And I just want to say thank you again. And we will talk to you guys next week, if not before. So everybody stay warm and stay safe. Okay. Thanks, everybody.
2: All right. Bye.